Today is the second day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is great to be here with you. Got to take off my coat. Sorry. I got a little ahead of myself. Welcome to the Global Campfire. It's great to be here with you today as we take our next step forward in the scriptures. It's the 2nd of December and today would have been my father's birthday. So I think of him today as we move forward on our journey through the scriptures. He's been uh, he's been gone for over 20 years now. But I think of him on his birthday and so uh, in his honor we read today Daniel chapter 9 verse 1 through 10 verse 21 today. In the first year of Darius, son of Xerxes, a Mede by descent, who was made ruler over the Babylonian kingdom, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures, according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet, that the desolation of Jerusalem would last seventy years. So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and confessed, Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments, we have sinned and done wrong. We have been wicked and have rebelled. We have turned away from your commands and laws. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, and our ancestors, and to all the people of the land. Lord, you are righteous, but this day we are covered with shame. The people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel, both near and far, in all the countries where you have scattered us because of our unfaithfulness to you, we and our kings, our princes, and our ancestors are covered with shame, Lord, because we have sinned against you. The Lord, our God, is merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against him. We have not obeyed the Lord our God or kept the laws he gave us through his servants, the prophets. All Israel has transgressed your law and turned away, refusing to obey you. Therefore, the curses and sworn judgments written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, have been poured out on us because we have sinned against you. You have fulfilled the words spoken against us and against our rulers by bringing on us great disaster. Under the whole heaven, nothing has ever been done like what has been done to Jerusalem. Just as it is written in the law of Moses, all this disaster has come on us. Yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God by turning from our sins and giving attention to your truth. The Lord did not hesitate to bring the disaster on us, for the Lord our God is righteous in everything he does, yet we have not obeyed him. Now, Lord our God, who brought your people out of Egypt with a mighty hand and who made for yourself a name that endures to this day, we have sinned. We have done wrong. Lord, in keeping with all your righteous acts, turn away your anger and your wrath from Jerusalem, your city, your holy hill, 
Our sins and the iniquities of our ancestors have made Jerusalem and your people an object of scorn to all those around us. Now, our God, hear the prayers and petitions of your servant. For your sake, Lord, look with favor on your desolate sanctuary. Give ear, our God, and hear. Open your eyes and see the desolation of the city that bears your name. We do not make requests of you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy. Lord, listen. Lord, forgive. Lord, hear and act. For your sake, my God, do not delay, because your city and your people bear your name. While I was speaking and praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, and making my request to the Lord my God for his holy hill, while I was still in prayer, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the earlier vision, came to me in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice. He instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. As soon as you began to pray, a word went out, which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. Therefore, consider the word and understand the vision. Seventy-sevenths are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish transgression, to put an end to sin, to atone for wickedness, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place. Know and understand this. From the time the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the anointed one, the ruler, comes, there will be seven sevens and sixty-two sevens. It will be rebuilt with streets and a trench, but in times of trouble. After the sixty-two sevens, the anointed one will be put to death and will have nothing. The people of the ruler who will come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end will come like a flood. War will continue until the end, and desolations have been decreed. He will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. In the middle of the seven, he will put an end to sacrifice and offering, and at the temple he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that is decreed is poured out on him. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a revelation was given to Daniel who was called Belteshazzar. Its message was true and it concerned a great war. The understanding of the message came to him in a vision. At that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my lips, and I used no lotions at all until the three weeks were over. On the twenty-fourth day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, the Tigris, I looked up and there before me was a man dressed in linen with a belt of fine gold from Uphaz around his waist. His body was like topaz, his face like lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and his voice like the sound of a multitude. I, Daniel, was the only one who saw the vision. Those who were with me did not see it, but such terror overwhelmed them that they fled and hid themselves. 
so I was left alone, gazing at this great vision. I had no strength left. My face turned deathly pale and I was helpless. Then I heard him speaking, and as I listened to him, I fell into a deep sleep, my face to the ground. A hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said, Daniel, you who are highly esteemed, consider carefully the words I am about to speak to you and stand up, for I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. Then he continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me twenty-one days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future, for the vision concerns a time yet to come. While he was saying this to me, I bowed with my face toward the ground and was speechless. Then one who looked like a man touched my lips, and I opened my mouth and began to speak. I said to the one standing before me, I am overcome with anguish because of the vision, my lord, and I feel very weak. How can I, your servant, talk with you, my lord? My strength is gone and I can hardly breathe. Again, the one who looked like a man touched me and gave me strength. Do not be afraid, you who are highly esteemed, he said. Peace, be strong now, be strong. When he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Speak, my lord, since you have given me strength. So he said, do you know why I have come to you? Soon I will return to fight against the prince of Persia, and when I go, the prince of Greece will come. But first I will tell you what is written in the book of truth. No one supports me against them, except Michael, your prince. And in the first year of Darius the Mede, I took my stand to support and protect him. First John two eighteen through three six. Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. As for you, see that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is what He promised us, eternal life. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. 
As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. And now, dear children, continue in him, so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God. And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves, just as he is pure. Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. But you know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins. And in him is no sin. No one who lives in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen him or known him. Psalm 121 A Song of Ascents I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. Proverbs 28, 27 and 28 Those who give to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes, to them receive many curses. When the wicked rise to power, people go into hiding, but when the wicked perish, the righteous thrive. Okay, 1 John is a pretty short letter, but it's pretty power-packed, and there are things for us to consider today about our doubts, about our unmet expectations. Think about, think about doubts. Think about your spiritual doubt. What is it that, that kind of pulls us away into questioning and wondering and then doubt. So often we find unmet expectations there. God didn't do what we asked him to do or he's taking too long to do what we expect. And so we become impatient and then we become discontented and then eventually we turn into doubts and then that opens the door to deception 
and then pretty soon our flame is extinguished. And we've probably seen this in our lives. Maybe we've even done this in our lives. Some people just walk away like this is a big joke. There is no God. He's not coming through. And if he does come through, he doesn't, it's not, not aware of what I'm going through. And so people slide away or walk away in these situations and maybe become bitter toward God, become anti-God. And that's what we're reading about in First John today. John says, Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. So we can see that we're rubbing up against the apocalyptic worldview that we talked about when we're going through Peter's letters. We can see this eminent need to stay together, to stay true to the message that was taught. But we can also see unmet expectations there. Why did some of these early believers leave the faith and become anti-Christ when it seemed like the end was near? Unmet expectations. Coming to faith, expecting the imminent arrival of Jesus and that they're on the ground floor opportunity in the kingdom of God. But instead, what they got was ridicule and persecution and marginalization. They were expecting some kind of timeline that they could understand. And they abandoned the faith when suffering came and endurance became part of the story. Like John said, they, they were never really a part of us. They left and they were never really with us. And in all of this, in the earliest of early church times, many teachings were being developed about Jesus, his message, his ministry, what he represented, what his true nature was. Was he a human being? Was he a God? Was he both? All of these things were being explored and all kinds of skewed versions of the original teachings, they were everywhere. And so confusion and doubt and conflicting teachings crept into the church full of people who were already marginalized and they're getting pressed in on. John's stepping into all that swirl and saying, wait, the deepest, most essential truth of our faith has not changed at all. John says, who is the liar? It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So John's not saying, hey, don't ask questions of your faith. Hey, don't grow in your understanding and grow in your faith in Jesus. It's, it's completely the opposite. He was simply reminding them that, hey, the truth you heard from the beginning is still the truth. Regardless of all the swirling things that you're hearing and all the new teachings that you're hearing, you can ask your questions, but the central truth of who Jesus is 
isn't going to change. And then John told us why he's bringing this all up and reminded us of what is available and that will always guide us in the ways of truth. And he said, as for you, see that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is what he promised us, eternal life. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. That is amazing advice. Remain in him. That is for all of us who believe, especially when we're going through resetting our expectations, when we're dealing with doubt. Let's remember that God doesn't owe us anything. He doesn't have to do anything. We owe him our very existence. And let's embrace the counsel of John and remain in him, which, which means to stay faithful, to be true. Remain true to him. Stay faithful to him. Don't cheat on him. Stay true to what you were taught from the beginning. And then when we're faced with doubt, we have this place to return to. Coming back to the place of why we believe what we do and invite the Holy Spirit to guide us. And so Holy Spirit, we invite you into that right now. All of the swirling things that lead us into doubt, all of our unmet expectations, not knowing who to believe, not knowing what is true anymore. Oh, you are the only one. And so we come to you and we open ourselves to you and invite you to first shine the light of truth in our own lives. We so often just want you to shine the truth out in front of us so we can see where we're going and we can be in control of everything, but shine the light of truth into our lives first so that we can see ourselves for who we truly are and find repentance and righteousness. Then we might be able to see where we're going. Come, Holy Spirit, show us how to remain in him. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That is the website. And when you find out what's going on around here, it's Christmas time around here. So a couple of things. Our Daily Audio Bible annual family Christmas party is coming up. That's a virtual party. It kind of shows up as an extra episode. And it's this beautiful, very... It's, lengthy usually but it's just all of the voices from all of the community all around the global campfire just all getting together to hear each other's voices and wish each, wish each other a, a Merry Christmas and so you can participate in that you can use the hotline button it's in the app 
the little red button up at the top, or you can dial 877-942-4253 and call in your holiday greeting. Those things might seem familiar because they're the prayer request and encouragement line, and that's what they're for. And so if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app, or you can dial 877-942-4253. As well, just don't combine a holiday greeting and a prayer request in the same call. That won't work. Make them separate. And then uh, then we can work with them. So, yep, about a week and a half. And we'll close that down and start preparing for our party. So make sure you don't wait. The other thing for Christmas this year is that we're moving into some new territory in 2024. Brand new infrastructure, brand new app, a lot of work. It's been two years from literally the ground up building and we will land it sometime next year and it will, will be our new home for the global campfire. We pressed up all of the music, like the music that is underneath the Daily Audio Bible onto five different vinyl albums. The Sleep album, the Promised Land album, the heart album i'm listening to that music from heart underneath the music right now then there are two holiday titles family christmas uh, which is a beautifully orchestrated that's the kind of record you want to put on when you have a cup of hot cocoa and you got your christmas lights on and all the other lights off and you're just kind of trying to take in the moment this is for that and then christmas time by my son Maxwell, which released last year. And that is a a fantastic project and is a part of our listening for the Christmas season as well. So all of those are available. And when you pick up one of these or all of these, we will send you the Christmas ornament from 2023, the Daily Audio Bible 2023 ornament with the word expand on it. So check those out. They're in the Daily Audio Bible shop. Uh, Look for Christmas, the Christmas section, and you'll find them there. And thank you. Thank you very much for your partnership. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible here at the end of the year, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link on the homepage. Or if you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner where the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996. Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app, or you can dial 877-942-4253. I've said that number a bunch of times. But that's what you do for the holiday greeting or prayer request or encouragement. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I will be waiting for you here tomorrow. Good morning, everyone. It's Susan from Canada. God's Yellow Flower calling in for Dr. John and his family, especially his dad. I know how difficult it is. Um, I think sometimes, (coughs) excuse me, Watching people suffer is worse than when they're gone. Um, I'm sure many will agree with me. Um, So, Lord God, we come before your holy throne.
with Dr. John's uh, Father on our hearts. And we ask that <clears throat> the peace that surpasses all understanding would be his and his families and his loved ones, Lord God, as he waits for you to take him home. Lord, we ask that the, <clears throat> the passing of his dad would be um, restful, peaceful, and quick. We pray for your peace to be with the family as well, and that your hand would touch their hearts and fill them with um, everything you have to offer to bring uh, joy in their life, knowing that his mom and his dad will be together again for eternity with you physically in the midst. Oh, Jesus, I can hardly wait for the day. Wait for the day. What a glorious day that will be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Good morning, everyone. It's Susan from Canada. God's yellow flower calling. And I want to um, um, pray for Cherie and all the other ones who are suffering. I know Adrian has MS, and I'm not sure who else. Um, but... Um, I just, I just lift you up before the Lord and ask you, dear God, to um, give them healing in your wings that they may soar with you and um, just uh, leave the cares and worries behind. We pray over their um, stamina as they go through this, um, this awful disease. Um, I know the feeling of being able to do something one day and and not the next because of my deterioration of my eyesight. Um, but uh, I know that physically it's really hard on you, emotionally and probably spiritually as well. So I pray your strength, Lord God, upon each and every one. Not only those with MS, but with um, ALS or any other debilitating disease. And I pray healing in your wings and strength from Jesus. Amen. Hello, my DAB family. This is Jamie in New Jersey, standing on the Word of God. I humbly ask you to please pray with me. Dear Father in Heaven, we are praying today for your comfort in the lives of those who need it the most. You know the circumstances we all face, and you understand our hurts and our need for peace and comfort. Help us to heal those who are broken in body or spirit, and to turn their sorrow into joy. Let each person feel your presence in amazing ways. Help them to be patient with themselves and to cling tightly to your hand daily. May your promises fill their hearts with hope for the future and peace in their spirits. When we can't find words to pray, take over, Holy Spirit. Intercede for us and pray through us as we offer our prayer for comfort to others. Help us to be instruments of hope to others as we share the comfort you have already given to us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for praying along with me, my brothers and sisters. I lift each and every one of you up to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May he answer all our prayers. I love you all. Have a good night. Hey, fam, it's your boy Spark. Uh, the 26th, I wanted to call and um, offer some prayer for some people. Uh, salt and light, I wanted to let you know that I'll be praying for your friend's daughter and uh, on her healing. That'll be continuous. Um, walking in the light in Tennessee, I always love hearing from you. Um, I'll be praying for your healing with your body and, and um, 
hope that the Lord reaches out and touches. Jamie in New Jersey, man, I don't get to say it very often, but you're a pillar. You're a pillar. And thank you for the beautiful Thanksgiving prayer. Um, John, oh, uh, Azvadov, sorry. Um, I wanted to let you know that uh, I'll be praying for your healing and um, uh, keep keep you and uh, your your husband um, calm and uh, let God do his thing. Uh, prisoner of hope, I've been thinking about you a lot. Um, I know you've you've had that loss in your family and uh, loss of your father, I believe. And I wanted to let you know that um, you you are being prayed for and. And I wanted to say, guys, like, I can feel horrible uh, of not getting on here mentioning. But uh, I want to assure you, every every prayer that is heard, um, even though it may not be mentioned, you're getting prayed for. I had all of these, felt like I had so many mothers when I got on here that um, Susan, uh, I mean, I can go down the list. Uh, God's life speaker. Hey, it's just so many people and you're being prayed for and you're loved and cared for and um amazing friends i just tend to call if i have experience with something other than that i'll leave it up to god i love y'all